Welcome to Huge Quickly Podcast. I'm Danny. Good day, Rebecca Hood. Hi, Danny. Good day, Sherman Edwards. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for having me. What's going on, man? I'm so excited that you're sitting here in my room. Uh, not much. Uh, I'm kind of, it just kind of worked out where, um, I just had a little vacation time and my girlfriend, her friend in Portland was having a baby because she used to live here. So I was like, yeah, I'll come through. And I was trying to see if I can do some shows and I hit you up on Twitter, see if I could just sit in on a podcast and it worked out. It's a crazy world we live in now, you know? I know. Like everybody's just so connected. Just send out a tweet a couple days later, sitting and in their bedroom. I honestly didn't think, <laughs> I honestly didn't think anyone was going to respond to it. I was yeah. like, I'll send this out. If it happens, then awesome. If not, yeah. I'll just do Portland things. Did you yeah. think Danny wouldn't respond to it because he's that much of a big deal? I don't know. I don't know. You know, you don't know. Like, you, there's Twitter account. You don't know what's real and what's not. And you like, thought it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. You got a good logo. You got a good logo. Like, I go by logo. Shout I go out by, Matt Sachs. I check. I check the out the logo. website. The website looks official. You had some cool guests. You had um, someone from the Mad Men podcast. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Jeremiah, I love yeah. him. He's he's legit in, in Mad Men. Yeah, Mad Men podcast. Like, I know people in Chicago who listen to that. So. Yeah, it's awesome. it is I, the Mad Men podcast. I'm on season two, so I didn't listen to the episode. But okay. like, I'm like, I still have some catching up to do on the show itself. Well, I actually was on the, that podcast and we did a rewatch of a season two episode. So, oh. hey, you know, okay. you could just if, if you maybe you'll be like, wow, after this episode, I don't want to hear him for another hour. But if you do, you could go check that out. So, okay, all right, yeah. I'll give it a listen. Yeah, so. Nice. uh uh Chicago comic. Mm-hmm. You know, how long you been at it in Chicago? Uh, Chicago, I um, I've been doing like improv for like eight years, and I've been doing stand up for like four years, and then uh, like two years ago, I won best stand up in Chicago, and then um, nice, and I've been kind of cranking it out, and then um, and now currently one of the main things I do, I do a lot of stand up, but I'm also in an improv group called Mission Improbable, and we just like <laughs> tour the country. It's Mission Impossible <laughs> with an improv. Thing, like that's twist. Yeah, a little twist, but we can't we can't use the music because uh, Paramount Pictures like hit us up and was like, you "Tom stop. Cruise." They're like, "No, Ooh. don't use the music." But uh, but like we did that. It's great, and um, yeah, we're going to Montreal for the Just for Last Festival, and awesome. uh, we just that 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 one keep that that particular gig keeps me the most busy because we just do colleges like from middle of August all the way through May, so it's like a whole school year just doing college shows every day so it keeps me real busy awesome and they give us like health insurance it's nice wow mm-hmm. i just started improv about a year ago what do you think it's great it's great you i've been out of the game for just a little bit but i saw it like a couple months but um i just went to an improv show on saturday and just you know how like you go you know i, I kind of mess around with guitar too like you go to a show and you sort of get inspired you're like oh okay i want to go write a song improv was the same way i went and saw it this weekend i was like god i miss improv like it's so much fun. It's, is that kind of like your first love, or you? Uh, improv's great, just because, like, like uh, uh, I don't know. I like the fact that like I can do something really weird, and then everyone else will just be like, "Yeah, that makes a lot of sense." And then like I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm flying right now," and they're like, "Yeah, you are flying. You're so high in the air." And I'm like, "Oh, thanks, guys. I am flying." Yeah. Uh, and then stand up is the opposite. I like the selfishness of it, just being by right. myself and getting the laugh. Mm-hmm. But if I don't get the laugh, I can't blame anybody else, like you can in improv. Do you, well, you have tons of stage time by now, I'm, I'm guessing, but like, do you get, do you get more nervous from improv or stand up or does it, do you even get nervous at all? Um, I think it varies. I, I think some stand up shows I'll get nervous if it's like, um, if it's like a famous, if it's like a famous headliner or something, 
Then yeah. I'll then I'll be like, oh no, Maria Bamford. I, I want her to like me, so I want to have yeah. a good set. Right. Uh, but or if it's someone I know, like uh, like now that I've met you, if you guys came to a show, I might be like a little bit like, okay, I want to I want to make sure they like it. But uh, but for straight if it's performing for strangers, I don't really care. Like, yeah, it is a little different when they're just faceless, nameless people, isn't it? Yeah, like, like, if you don't think I'm good, like I don't know you, and yeah. and I'll keep moving. Yeah. So are the college kids pretty easy. Yeah, so college kids is pretty. It's pretty. They're pretty fun, and it's also like we just go everywhere. We'll go to the middle of Ohio, and they don't have a comedy scene necessarily, so they don't get to see the improv and the stand up as often as you would in like Portland or in Seattle or Chicago or something. So mm-hmm. like, you you still got to work hard, but like they're more like, oh wow, I've never seen this before. This is amazing. So like, it's really fun doing shows out there. Hmm. Yeah, I. I think that the improv still gets me more just kind of like all tightened up because you just really do not know what situation you're going to be thrown into. It's you know? true. Uh, there was like a day there. I had like an improv. I had like an improv epiphany one day where we always, you know, when you're doing improv, sometimes you feel like you're caught in a corner. And mm-hmm. You're like, oh, no, I'm stuck. I can't do anything. I'm in a corner. But if you turn, but I was like, oh, but if you, this is lame. If you turn around. Then the corner like is ever expanding and there's infinite amount of options. <laughs> and like, so like once the, once I like hit that dumb epiphany, then like yeah. it got a lot easier for me. See, I wish I would have realized that, uh, relatively recently I ended up in a scene where by just the way it all worked out, I ended up being a pedophile. <laughs> and at the time I did not know what to do because I had sort of, it's a game where you, it's a tag edit game and, they were tagging everybody else out. Okay. So I was this guy that had was continuously the pedophile. Yeah, they were on your journey. Yeah, and it's like I, you know, it had come out that I'm this pedophile dude, which kind of like <laughs> as a, as a side joke. Sometimes I might just throw out a little joke here and there that gets a laugh. But they, right. you, then if you're still that character, okay, now you're kind of that's who you are. Right. And somehow the guys, I know the other people are kind of supposed to like keep you looking good. You know, right. that's sort of what their goal is. But we ended up in a situation where all of a sudden now I'm at a playground with a child and I'm supposed to be this pedophile. And I'm like, I was ter- I was like petrified on the stage. I, like, I did are not you know supposed to, to like start having sex with that child in front I, of everybody? I, I like, what, what do you do? do? I didn't know. I did not know what to do. So in the most sort of, in the most sort of like benign <laughs> way possible, I just was sort of like, uh, How's it going over there? Like, it was the worst, <laughs> it was the worst joke ever. Did that get a laugh though? No. Oh, see, I feel like that would have, I feel like that might have gotten the a laugh. The awkward pedophile. Yeah. And then later, um, a friend of mine was like, she, she was like, wow, I have never seen any sort of like rape or sexual attack type skit or joke before and i was like whoa that's what you thought it was oh no i was like no no oh, no but then i was like and then i just sat there and just just beat myself up for the next for the rest of the night i didn't lose any sleep over it but yeah you know uh it's tough but then then i then you realize later that it's like you do have options just like you said like mm-hmm. you can go a lot of different ways and i did not have to just sort of confront that straight <laughs> on you know there's well, i think that's just the weird guy in me because i was like that was a really funny response to me. Like, if I saw that, I think I would have laughed at that. Just really like the hard. awkward yeah. pedophile. Just like, yeah. hey, terrible at picking yeah, up like children. You're, like, you're, you're a really bad pedophile. Yeah. Like, oh, hey. Uh, what's, uh, yeah. Just getting Christmas around. around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, it's tough, though. It's, yeah, because the yeah. whole, there's just certain, you know, there's a few, a handful of topics that are, right. like, people just clam up. And I think that I have not lived that many places, in all honesty, but I hear a lot of people say Portland is, 
is a little bit of a weird place and that I've heard a lot of people's actually, I took a sketch class from a woman that actually taught at second city in Chicago. Oh, uh, who was it? Uh, Caitlin. Um, I have to look up her last name. Caitlin. There's a few Caitlin's in the uh, improv scene. It probably. <laughs> You're telling me you don't know exactly who it there's is. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Caitlin's. Um, she, like, I can she look it up. That class, you know, she's really funny. Yeah. But she, she brought the point. She's like, you know what? Being in Portland, it's different. Like things, crowds, they do not handle stuff that uh, that I've seen people handle a lot different differently in other places. They mm. don't like it, you know. They get there's a lot of interesting sort of dynamic going on in Portland. It's an interesting town, but yeah. So I'll, I'll blame it on the city <laughs> instead yeah. of myself. This is my first time in Portland. I uh, driving here, I saw a Hummer, and I was like, "Is that the most hated person in Portland right now?" Because I've never, I didn't know that I, you would I'm even shocked I, that you saw. Yeah. I saw a Hummer, and I was like, "This is impossible, right?" I didn't think that that was a thing in, in Portland. Kunkel, Maybe it's it must Kunkel. be somebody. Caitlin from... Kunkel. Yes. You know her? Mm-hmm. Oh, funny. Yeah. I, I thought she was great. I She did an awesome sketch show. And we actually put on a really good show downtown with our with our class. We had some good stuff. Oh, awesome. But yeah, she was, she was a pro. She was oh, that's really great. Cool. But yeah, Hummer is a shocker. Must mm-hmm. be from a suburb, though. Not yeah. Uh, we were passing through because uh, my girlfriend, she knows like the neighborhoods here. So she was like, this is a really rich area. And I was like, oh, is that a Hummer? She's like... Yeah, this is the only neighborhood that this can exist in in Portland. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I it actually wasn't this particular neighborhood. It was like further. It was like up a hill. Okay, we were on yeah. top of a hill. Well, it was coming back from the um the hospital because my friend, oh, yeah. okay, because my girlfriend's friend just had a baby, so we went to go see nice. the baby. Yeah, that is yeah the hills up there. That's how I got there today. Got here today. Oh actually. really? Yeah, the Hummer Some back roads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, took it was mine. It was mine. <laughs> it was your Hummer. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a big yellow lifted Hummer. It's, it's an original one, <laughs> It's really one easy to find in parking lots. Actually, I had a friend who uh, was thinking about buying a Subaru, and a legitimate concern that she had was that it's impossible to find that in a parking lot in Portland, because it's just all full of Subarus. Well, that's wow. true. It's oh, a big yeah. Subaru town? Yeah. Oh, big, absolutely. They're big practical. Su- okay. Four-wheel drive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can haul all your outdoor gear. Mm-hmm. Is the four-wheel drive good because of all the, the hills? Uh, this is not a flat it's- yeah. area. I will go on record as saying it's almost completely unnecessary for the vast majority of people that have it. Oh, yeah. really? But, <laughs> but you look yeah. like you're outdoorsy. If, if you're okay. heading up to the mountain, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we have Mount Hood right there. Okay, Mount Hood. You snowboard or ski or anything? I have not, but I always want to. Like, yeah. uh, I, I think I, I want to do some ski boarding this winter. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to try to make that happen. You should do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Probably get a helmet. Get a helmet. She had some bad <laughs> luck this year. <laughs> How many times were you concussed? Did you Um, know? No, it was only one this year, but there was one last season too. Is that a thing? Concussed? I think that is. How many times have you been concussed? Well, just twice, (laughs) but it's both been snowboarding. I think I've been concussed uh, maybe like three times my whole life. Yeah. You and Brett Favre are just just uh, can be test dummies for in thirty years. He's taking it. Did you see that that interview or hear that interview with him where like Uh, he's like where he Brett Favre admitted that. He like lost a whole summer, like a summer ago. He doesn't remember. Yeah, or like what? he doesn't remember like what? going yeah. to like his kids' recitals because of the brain damage. Yeah, there was like a s- summer, maybe one, two summers ago or something, where his daughter had like a summer camp, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I know that she went, and that I went and visited her a few times and saw some stuff, and I don't remember any of it." Oh man, yeah, which That's is why he crazy. finally retired, I think, yeah. with that realization. Uh, are any of you wrestling fans by chance? Like, not. like WWF? <laughs> sure, I used to. Sure. Um, there's a <laughs> guy. I, I'm not good at names, but there is a wrestler from the 90s. His whole thing was he was the Harvard wrestler, and he'd come out and he's like, I'm smarter than all of you, and he beat people up, but he got a bad concussion, 
and he got all messed up. But uh, probably but wasn't he, Stone Cold. I'm, I'm not guessing. No. Not probably so not the not the wrestler. Rock. None of those guys. But he got a bad hit, and so he had to retire. But now, because he's he really was a Harvard guy, so he became a lawyer, and now his oh. whole focus is helping athletes. Like he's doing the whole all the NFL stuff, uh, like checking brains yeah. and trying to figure that out. And um, there's so Billy Corgan has a wrestling federation in Chicago because uh, he's a big wrestling fan. <laughs> that it just happened, and uh, and so I happened to by happenstance meet him at his album release party two years ago, and he he asked me to like be a character in his wrestling fed. So I got to meet that guy, and like there was a whole like speech and let's talk oh, about nice. like. People, there's so many like athletes like getting concussions and then going around like and then like they kill themselves or they kill their wife and and just like it just messes it's up pretty, their minds. They mess up. Rebecca, you got any insight on this? Yeah, exactly. Can, I mean, how Perfect. much detail do you want? There's Ooh. a lot of actually uh, disorders. I mean, think about Parkinson's with mm-hmm. uh, Muhammad Ali, where All you right. get repeated blows to the head, kind of, or I mean, not predisposed, but can at least you know increase your risk. And of so many, that. and he was saying so many athletes will walk it off because they don't want to get cut or they don't want to sit yeah. on the bench or they don't right. want to. They, they, so like they're just gonna be like, oh, I'm fine. And they're just gonna keep getting it and it just makes it worse. And it's awful. And like for high school students or like little kids playing peewee football, it's really bad. Like having a concussion before you're 18 or even like 20 something is really terrible for you. I feel kind of bad for like being a football fan now. All this yeah. like terrible stuff I hear because there's so much money in it. Oh, sure. And they take a hard hit and they, and they don't make it and you boo them. Yeah. Meanwhile, like they're mentally like losing it. And you're just yeah, like, yeah, think about, you know, you know, as a Seahawks fan. You know, like Percy Harvin, he's got his reputation as being really soft and that he gets injured. And yeah, like first game back, he got hit really hard in the head. It turns out apparently they didn't get a concussion, but everyone's like, oh God, you know, he's so soft. And it's like, dude, the guy just got jacked up in the face. You know? Yeah, it's like, you do that. <laughs> it's yeah. like, he doesn't know where he is. It's, no. You know, cut him a little slack. But yeah, yeah. it's a little tricky. I think years down the road, they're going to, something will have to change. I don't know. There's just the incentives don't line up the the players no. don't have any incentive to report things the teams don't have a real incentive to actually be like oh no no you're you're actually are you should sit this one out as a precaution or whatever the coach nope. is like what the hell are you doing and so what yeah i mean who, and the nfl doesn't have a, a incentive to really have their stars sit down so what who's supposed to be helping them out you know Hopefully a lawyer for the players or something or advocates. Yeah, I think the players yeah. union would do more. I, I think I think more yeah. stuff is happening just because more and more athletes are doing weird things after all of their concussions. And so uh, I feel right. like more attention comes yeah. to it. So I have to admit that uh, I actually started a fantasy football league today oh, wow. um, for my classmates. And so I'm really terrible with puns. Uh, so I Googled science football puns um and yeah. i don't know where the puns thing came into it but all of the articles were actually about uh, traumatic brain puns? injury. i didn't get any there Aww. weren't any good ones i mean there's like obviously the jokes about the players names and stuff like that but right. i didn't find any good ones but lots of articles about uh, like things about injuries. tight ends and stuff <laughs> <laughs> this was natural yeah, it was classic obviously yeah, yeah. well uh, i i want to go down on record as saying that i think 80% of the concussion problems could be solved if they just instituted a rule that anytime you hit anybody with your helmet, you have to see your target. If you really start thinking about it, anytime, you know, line, uh, running backs drop their head down, they kind of go in with the crown of their head. Yeah, the tuck. DBs yeah. drop their heads down and they went the opposite route of saying, no, you can't hit a defenseless receiver. You know, you, like they're talking about like where you aim. But even if you hit someone right in the helmet, if you have your helmet up, 
if you're like hitting them with your forehead, you just like can't put the same kind of momentum into it. You don't have that force. It's all about like when you dip your shoulder down and crack them with the, your forehead. Like that's when you do serious damage to people. But if you have your head up and you actually see what you're looking at, I don't, you just can't hit people as hard. I think it would. But then you do that and then you see like football players running towards each other and they hesitate. You're going to be like, this is lame. Yeah. And then it's not going to yeah. be as exciting. Well, I mean, everyone got yeah, upset about the, the NFL instituted that rule with like no crown to crown. Which mm-hmm. like completely changes the way that they have to tackle. I'm like, well, this is boring. Like I heard I had friends complain about that. This is not the hits aren't as hard. I I, I guess I understand why, but it, it's just dumb because <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know. It's a it's a real way that you could fix it. But do you think but, that, that would increase neck injuries? Then I can imagine like if you're. Up. But that's how you. That's and... so how we were taught when we were kids because like your head going back. It's it's a lot better for you than going forward, mm-hmm. and anything that goes down and compresses your neck in is really bad. That's bad. Well, and I then can... and not only that, you also just have so much more power with that. Yeah, that's true. But I can speak from experience. You can actually get a concussion from whiplash. <laughs> so, <laughs> she, she, her and the yeah. snow got along this year. They were they were together. You're living life. You're living yeah. your life. Exactly. I'm yeah. so accident prone. I shouldn't be doing things like that. But. I do. Were you, have you always been accident prone? Oh, or is yeah. this just a new revelation? Oh, no. Like, um, I, and I bruise easily too, and I always have. But, uh, when I was a little kid, I used to walk around and bruises all over my legs. And my mom said that she'd kind of get these sideways glances in the mall, uh, in the mall or something like that. People, like, kind of suspecting. She's like, hey, back off. I'll hit you too. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this has never, like, been a thing. My mom's not super happy about any of my sporting events. Yeah. So I started mm. bouldering recently. How's that going? Uh, What's bouldering? So it's like rock climbing. So you okay. go and there's the wall and everything like that, but there's no ropes. Uh, and so the walls like uh, in the bouldering gym are maybe it's like... indoor. Yeah, it's indoor. Yeah. Well, uh, wait. Yeah. I, think I've, I think I've done something similar. Yeah. And so the walls are only like 10, 15 feet high or something like that. And, and there's, there's like different paths. You, like, mm-hmm. the different, yeah, I've yeah, done this. So it's like strategy and that sort of thing. But I'm... I'm accident. I know I'm gonna fall. Have you fall. fallen? Have you been falling off? Uh, well, I mean, like a controlled fall. <laughs> and like, it's <laughs> padded. It's padded. It's well padded, right? Yeah, but if you're up at like 15 feet or something, you're still gonna get I'm it. gonna break. Some... If there's anybody that probably, have you had any close calls? Did you? You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, I don't like heights, and so that's a problem too. Like when why I start to get bolder, if you don't like heights, you know, I why do I ski and continue to snowboard? I hate this chairlift. Oh, that's the only reason I want to do it. Really? It's for the chairlift. Oh, that's just terrifying to me. I hate it. That seems so fun. I don't even know. I've never done it before, but just like sitting in a chair, just high above the ground, just moving. No. Yeah. And then when they stop it, like because somebody fell at the top and just like swaying and connected by this like little piece of metal and, you know, some cable. Mm-mm. It's terrifying to me. I don't mind the lift, although I still am not great at getting off and riding it out on a snowboard. It's just oh, not that it. easy. No. Because <laughs> you just go from, from the lift to movement. Yeah. Yeah. Off. They just give you this little mini hill, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and you, so you have to get out of the way. And it's made for skiers. I mean, skiers, yeah. they just stand up and they just, whoop, and they're they there. just go. Right. Snowboarders, you only have one foot clipped in. And you're like all awkward about it. And then if you have like three or four deep, then you're all like turned into each other's grills. It is. It's like they need some new lifts for snowboarders. Yeah. Oh, and then like it depends on the ski resort you are. But some of them are, I mean, some of them are fine. Like, like nice and gentle, 
decline, but some of them, like a ski bowl, there's one that's just really steep and really long and really terrifying. Is it the one up at the very top? Yeah. Yeah, that one's long. I hate that one. Yeah. <laughs> You're like scared right now. You're having flashbacks. Yeah, my friend skis and I go with him and he's he knows I can't get off the ski lift and like he's such a gentleman he offers me his arm and lets oh, me nice. hold on on that's the way nice. down. My other friend just laughs when I fall and skis around me. See, I'm not yeah. stable enough to really be able to help you by grabbing your arm. We'd both just go down. Yeah. You know? I will definitely fall for, for my first <laughs> few times. I know it. Yeah. yeah. The I'm, thing that's a little bit scary about up there where you're talking about is that like you can kind of like keep going and all of a sudden you're like on the run. And then run. it's there. Yeah. And you're not, normally there's a big flat area, like a, just a spot for all, you can all hang out and sit down if you want. But mm-hmm. this one is like, it kind of never really stops and you, you kind of have to be able to go. stop yourself. Clip Which in I, and then I can't, go. I mean, I can fall. Yeah. That's my way of stopping if I only have one foot clipped in. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Not a thing I should do. I'm not looking forward to snowboarding. I, this summer is too just started, so I don't know why we're talking about that at this juncture. <laughs> summer just started. That's what it seems like. <laughs> well, for Portland, it's yeah. the end of July. Yeah. Well, Chicago too. The weather's just been back, and it was like in the high 50s last week. Really? Yeah, because apparently the polar vortex came back and just brought it down to. Do they just That's keep inventing crazy. terms? Yeah, they what? say whatever they want. <laughs> at this point, they can say El Nino, La Nina. Vortex, they can have an explanation for it's anything. Snowpocalypse. Now. Snowpocalypse. Like, uh, yeah. Whatever. It's just like, I don't think you guys know what the hell you're talking about. Just, you know? just tell me what the weather is going to be and be accurate. That's yeah. all I want. Yeah. So, uh, Sherman, I do want to get into a lot of, uh, more with you, but there's so much that we've gone on, Rebecca, since we've talked. And I feel like I should explain um, kind of an interesting development in the Hendrix household. Yeah. Which I can speak about now. Okay. I can, uh, because of some new legislation in Washington, it is now legal to buy marijuana mm-hmm. recreationally, and my parents are opening a store <laughs> in uh, Central Washington State. So oh, everyone wow. go visit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they are conservative. I think the chances are actually very slim that they've ever smoked. I was like, pot do they partake? No, like, I really don't think so. Well, they're probably going to make millions of dollars then if that's the case. If they don't smoke <laughs> and they're going to like, that's a brilliant game plan. It's like, yeah, if Tony Montana could just get off the blow, he would have made millions. Oh my God. Too. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> he'd be the richest man right now. Yeah. It's, it's true. It's true. Don't they say that? Like, uh, like the big timers in the cartel and stuff that, that's like no drugs. Like, it's like, don't do yeah. your, your yeah. own product. Don't yeah, don't, yeah. Don't get high in your yeah. own product. Like, I think yeah. that's the, yeah. the quote. That's I mean, it's quote. smart. Yeah. It's smart. But yeah. who knows? Maybe they're going to be junkies soon. Who knows? I like, they might just start partaking. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's man. so weird, isn't it? I was in a legal weed store on Sunday. That's, I, I, People were I buying it. I don't understand. It. Like, I just, I haven't been up there yet. And I don't live that far away from uh, Vancouver. Were you in central Washington still? Not in central, but right across the river in Vancouver. There's a store okay. right there. Wow. Uh, they have two of them open. And I did a little recon mission for the folks. <laughs> Wanted to see what. You're um, such a good son. I am a good You're, son. I dedicated. went into the lion's den. <laughs> <laughs> and it was weird. It was really weird. So, yeah. Like, what's what was the clientele like? Yeah. Clientele was completely mixed. There was a guy that came in that looked like kind of your typical 22-year-old stoner-looking dude, whatever, normal guy. Then there were also some couples that looked like kind of almost sort of redneck, uh, white couple that are were probably 45 in there. There was a guy that was driving like a lifted white uh, Ford truck that looked like 
just a, like a cowboy dude. I mean, he was probably 45, 50. Just everybody. And he's just walking in. And it, almost the weirdest thing about it to me was how like not weird it really was once I was in there. It wasn't like everybody was like, dude, this is fucked up. Everybody was just like, <laughs> what do you have? Uh, yeah, they had like little mini iPads everywhere and you could just like can scroll through what they have. It's a coffee shop now. It's like a coffee shop. You know, you can get, they have a whole, long lines of any kind of, you know, stuff and paraphernalia you want to buy, whatever. And it's all just, the guy that's helping you out is like a 50 year old, just straight lace looking dude. That's just wow. like, Oh yeah. Yeah. We're going to have some pit bull in later. And, uh, we got like, I don't know, whatever. There's... Do you think that strain is named after the dog or the rapper? Mm. Mm. That's a really good question. It's, cla- it's, it's been asked before. I'm, you're not the first one. Everyone's no wondering. One I'm sure. I was yeah. just in, um, I just drove from, uh, just drove, I just came from, uh, Seattle and, uh, they only have one cause, uh, and we're like, oh, what's this place? And then apparently, like, it sold out in like three days. Yeah, and they yeah. just shut down. I yeah. forgot what they were called, but uh, <laughs> but like we heard about that when we got there. And then we're like, oh, are we gonna go? And they're like, nope, it's closed. They mm-hmm. sold out right away. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But I guess they should have thought about that better. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess they're having real problems with supply because it's a whole separate thing. The whole supply side of things and the regulations and. People, the growers are I guess like, it's a good problem. I guess. I feel yeah. like that one place that sold out in three days, they're probably like, this okay. was supposed to last us a year. Let's go on vacation. Like, like yeah, you know, seriously, we just made how much money? Yeah. The prices were outrageous. Yeah. I was told to actually ask you about oh, that. Oh, it's super expensive. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's very expensive. Oh, wow. Um, it was, uh, 25 bucks a gram. Mm. Uh, if, and <laughs> if anybody, maybe, you, I, <laughs> Maybe it's, uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna say, I don't know what that what's is. Street yeah, yeah, yeah. What's street price? What's street price? Is that a size of a marble? Is that, is that a me- measure of time? Brick? I don't, like, I don't know. <laughs> How is that compared to a mile? I, I <laughs> <laughs> is that metric? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a lot. If you guys know, uh, much, uh, you know, in my day, I just, from the grapevine, I remember, you know, people like, if you, you know, like $10 a gram was pretty good. Uh, that's called a dime bag, right? Like, that's yeah, a dime yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's how I got the name. I heard the kids hmm. say this. So the price length has changed. <laughs> dime bag is not a dime bag anymore. I guess. Well, quarter you know. bag? It's a quarter bag. Right. It's a lot. But they said that that's really just because the supply is so bad. That right. Once, it, once so they give get it some time. more, they'll yeah. bring that down. It's heavily, heavily regulated. Because I don't think that's what it is in in like um, Colorado. Yeah. I think it's cheaper. It's probably evened out. See, now that my dad's in the biz... He, uh, he said that their real goal now, what they're, what they plan to be selling it for in the, in the long run is like 12 to 15 bucks a gram. Is that so, a weird conversation to have with your parents? Oh yeah. But it's an awesome conversation. I know. Scott, I mean, he doesn't see it as being weird whatsoever. It's like, he's just turned a corner. He's all in. His business? Yeah. Do you guys ever listen to uh, Freakonomics? Yeah, mm-hmm. they were talking about this uh, recently, and they're like, "What? Like, what would people do? How would people respond to it if they woke up and like weed was never illegal? Like, would it? Like, it wouldn't have these weird connotations that it does now, mm-hmm. just because. So it just has all these years and years of just negative things yeah. to it, just because it it's illegal. But yeah. it doesn't really. It's not worse than cigarettes or any of the other stuff. No, and it's certainly less destructive than alcohol. Well, that's the argument that I always come back to. It's like, even if you really don't like it, it's alcohol is so much worse in so many ways. Alcohol has killed way more people. Like, cigarettes have killed way more people. Alcoholism. Well, just, whoa, totally, yeah. Cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah. You get all that stuff from, like, drinking. Yeah. 
And think about just how how irrational and crazy people are when they're drunk. We we've gotten used to that because we're it's just it's part of our society and we're totally fine with it. But like think about how really fucked up people get. I mean, they beat their wives and they kill people driving. Yeah, I've never seen people. I've never seen a stoner like, a, like a violent publicly stoner. beat his wife. No. no. Like a belligerent stoner. That could be a good sketch. We should try to write that. <laughs> uh, you guys should write that. That would be amazing. We should. I mean, I'm sure it's been attempted. Probably by a lot of stone people. There's probably so many, like, three quarters of a page written sketches. Yeah, I sketches. bet stoners have done it, and then they yeah. never like, finished oh, it. Oh. <laughs> it's like one of those guys, and they wake up in the morning, and they're like, it's not that funny. You know? <laughs> I don't get what was... Uh, I hate that. I hate that, by the way. But... um when, when you think something's really funny in the moment and then you kind of go you come back to it, it and, and you're like, like worthless. No. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't, I don't know. I was keyed in on one thing. That's not, but funny. then sometimes if you come back again, it might be funny again. So yep. don't throw it away. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I say about that. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a new world out there. It's interesting, but I have wondered before, like even just the fact that, um, pot makes for some people makes them really paranoid. I've even wondered like, well, what if there was no stigma whatsoever with pot? Would it still make you paranoid? Is it just the outside forces? It's probably the actually outside making forces. you paranoid. Is you yeah. being afraid you're yeah. you're doing it in front of the cops? Because everyone's like, oh, yeah. everyone knows. But if I'm it was high. never, but yeah. if it was never illegal, then like you probably that probably just never yeah. be a, a factor. Yeah, that's interesting. It's an interesting question. So give it like a generation or two, when people stop getting paranoid. I don't know. Maybe it was a really weird actually. And these little mini iPads they had for all the different strains, each one had like pros and cons. So it's like creative, uh, creativity, oh, wow. euphoria, whatever. And then in cons, it's like, it shows like little metrics for paranoia and dry mouth and all this kind of stuff. So you can be like, oh, that's a super low paranoid, super high creative, uh, whatever. The scientist in me wants to know exactly how subjective those are. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like right? came up with those See, measures. That's what I, know. I was like, I was like, who, like, did they put like 10 people in a room and they like smoked right. them out and tried like a rate it from like, like one to you, 10. How do you how do you know all these things? Yeah. And then at that point they don't seem like they're maybe like the most objective people for doing those sorts of rankings. But yeah. they have but you know ma- marijuana's in medical for years, so I guess maybe they've done some kind of testing for for these things. There's actually not a whole lot of data on it. Um there's I not. mean there's like all the crazy, you know, like the legalized weed outfits. Not saying that that's crazy, but you know, like a lot of their data is biased. Um but it's really hard to get funding. I mean, who's going to fund, you know, a couple thousand dollars to figure yeah. out? Well, what wasn't there a law that was passed a while ago that's like, uh, I shouldn't bring this up if I don't know all the details, <laughs> but I swear there's something that was passed where it's basically like marijuana related data that the government m- might have cannot be used, cannot be like shared publicly except for very specific reasons or whatever. And it's been sort of. I'll I'll put a link because I don't want to be in it. Ooh, the conspiracy theorist in me is like, oh, they don't want you to know. Yeah, it, it cures your problems. It, it like, <laughs> yeah, there's, smarter. there's probably like hemp brick houses out there. They're like burning down. You know, there's there's a lot of weird stuff with hemp where it's like people claim that it's the miracle product, and then you could make hemp people bricks like hemp. that are super strong, and it's like this. And the fibers are great. Yeah, I mean, and a part of me is like, well, yeah, if it, if you're like some cotton conglomerate dude, you wouldn't be like, oh, this is great. You'd be like, no, this no, this, this is stuff evil. makes you go crazy. Let's make a movie about how bad it is. Wasn't, yeah, because <laughs> the issue wasn't weed; it was hemp, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like that was why it all got it all went down in the first place. That well, that's, and alcohol prohibition was all around the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the conspiracy theory. Is there's some crazy, crazy quotes? You know, people were so racist back then. But I mean, not that that's just ended. But you can find some ridiculous quotes from 1933 about pot, and it's about like 
you know, you can imagine what they're talking about. It's about imagine what this is going to do to your white daughter. You know, like oh, this right. is on like the oh, congressional wow. floor yeah, yeah. of the United <laughs> States government. <laughs> you can go find the, some quotes. Better outlet. Huh. I don't want to find those like, quotes. Yeah, it's really sad actually. But yeah, the whole idea that of like why it's illegal now versus why it was originally why they made it illegal. I don't mm-hmm. think they really jive. No. But, no, and I think slowly, you know, people are figuring that out, and yeah. it's starting to level up. State by state. Georgia, even, state is... State by state. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, is that going to... Because, like, I feel like... Because, like, Colorado has become the number one, like, tourist spot in yeah. America now. Yeah. Oh, they've made, it? like, yeah. a ton of revenue, right? Like... No, they made, they made like, yeah, millions... Millions of dollars. Like, the first week. Yeah. yeah. They, they It was supposed to be, like, the first $40 is going to go towards schools, and they raised yeah. that, like, when, like right away. Yeah. And then, yeah. It's good for everyone. And it would free up the prisons. It's opened up uh, weird jobs. I saw a thing about some show that was talking about like jobs that like just got created because of it. So now there are services that'll pick you up in Denver and drive you to the mountains so you can go skiing, but like you can like party in the party bus on your way there and stuff like that. And like the lady <laughs> that he interviewed, she's like, Yeah, I'm booked forever. And <laughs> yeah, you sure. can't even get on my van anymore. My van's full. And she's like, she's now rich because she's like, I'm going to have a van. I'm going to let people smoke weed in it. Let me check 2085. Yeah. I think we have some openings. <laughs> that That's so funny. I remember... I remember us just talking about how way back in the day about how oh, it would be so cool if you could if it was legal and you could open these different businesses that catered to that and it's like yeah people would love that it's just yeah now it'll happen but uh, that's so I not did not think it was gonna be in the family my god <laughs> so close I'm so, gonna go close. Home. so are you gonna inherit it at some point. Is this going to be a family business? I don't know. See, What's I, your discount? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's tough too because it's like dad. Uh, I'm picking up some pit bull. Like, like, I don't know. Can I do that? I don't know. See, and I'm also, you know, I'm getting a little older now. I'm kind of growing out of that anyway. Like, I don't have that much interest in it. But uh, it's just funny. It's still, like, my dad's probably going to be a stoner soon. I don't know. Who knows? Probably but, uh, will be. Good for him, I guess. If that's what he wants to do. But, yeah, wild times. Wild, wild times. Wild high times. Wild <laughs> So where'd you grow up, man? Uh, I'm from Virginia. I'm from uh, Hampton, Virginia, uh, home of uh, Allen Iverson. He's from there. Oh, shit. And, uh, 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 Talking about practice. There's other other <laughs> random uh, Pharrell Williams. He's from like Portsmouth. Huh. So it's all there's a lot of random celebrities just outside of the city I was born in. And then uh, William and Mary's down the street. Yeah, mm. that's what I knew it from. Yeah, I went to Old Dominion University, which used to be a part of William and Mary, but it became its own school. And then uh, I think around 2005, I moved to Chicago. What'd you go to college for? Uh, I changed. I, I had like a bunch of majors. When I first started out, I was like, I didn't know if I wanted to be an engineer or be like a doctor. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna try like biomedical engineering. Maybe some pre-med mm. classes. Yeah. I'm going to do some engineering calculus. I did way too much and like, I, I tried way too much and I totally like exploded. And then uh, I dropped, I changed all that. I switched to, um, I don't know, like accounting major. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> and then I switched to, I switched to a bunch of things. And then I just landed on theater and mass communications. I ended up just getting nice. my degree and, uh, I got a BA in theater and a BA in mass communications. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm, so the theater side coming in. I wish I'd done some theater stuff. Uh, it's great, but I don't know if you need it. Yeah, but uh, it definitely it was definitely helpful. I don't know for like improv. I thought that it was really helpful. I thought yeah. I hit the ground running pretty quickly mm-hmm. when I moved to Chicago. 
Like I was, I was working for Second City within a year of me moving oh, nice. there, because, because uh, like they would have auditions for like your conservatory school, but you're supposed to have like a year of improv, and I didn't. But I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, I did it. <laughs> and then I went to the audition, and then I like, and I got it. And then, nice. uh, then a couple of months later, they had auditions for, um, for like their, they have like a diversity, uh, an outreach ensemble at Second City. So like. By like my third class, they had auditions for that, and I auditioned for that, and I got in. And awesome. then through that, I started understudying stuff at Second City. And, uh, so I, f- I felt like because of I felt like I cheated, but I feel like that was a lot to do with just the fact that I had years of like theater under my belt already. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. What got you to head out to Chicago? Um, let's see. I did. Uh, I was doing some play that was touring uh, called Buffalo Soldier, and, uh, and it was just like traveling. So whenever I went back to Virginia. It was always like a big deal. Everyone was like, "Oh, you're the, you're touring," and I had one friend who I did plays with, and she didn't care at all. She wasn't impressed, and she's like, "What are you doing this plays over?" And I was like, "I don't know. I could do anything." And she's like, <laughs> "I'm moving to Chicago. Cheap rent. You interested?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And so my tour ended, and I had a month to pack up my stuff, and then I moved to Chicago. Nice, That's mm-hmm. a good way to do it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of pretty much on a whim. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it got right basically right in at Second City, and yeah, she started taking classes like right away, and then like for some reason I was like, I'm gonna wait to see if there's like auditions for something, and then, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and then like I was also auditioning for theater things, so I was still thinking like, oh, I'm I'm gonna be doing Steppenwolf and Goodman, I was like just gonna do all the theater stuff, and then I got uh, and then the things I did get, I got Second City, and then I got Blue Man Group, and I like uh, I, was, I like trained for Blue Man Group for like a really? year. Yeah, I trained for Blue Man Group. Like my, my life's weird. I trained for Blue Man Group for a year, <laughs> but I was also doing Second City. And Second City's way uh, Blue Man Group's very strict. It's a great show, but it's very strict and almost militant. Like the way you have to yeah. be because you're supposed to be like an alien. Everyone's right. supposed to yeah. be the same. Yeah. And at the same time, I was doing Second City, where you're just creating everything from scratch, and uh, that was way more appealing to me. So I, mm. I, I just stuck with that, and I kind of, kind of just stopped doing the Blue Man stuff. Even though that would have paid way more. Was that weird to do that simultaneously? Because it seems like two very different ways you have to approach it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, because like, it's, it's almost the same, too. It's, it's the same and different. Because Blue Man Group, it's, it's really quiet. Like, you, there's no talking. So you don't have to worry about learning lines or anything. So it's just about like making like looks and making your takes and mm-hmm. everything. But at the, t- the, the stuff we were doing is more about like the percussion stuff. Because mm-hmm. they would... Uh, they like to hire actors and then like who can who have rhythm and then like teach them how to drum really good. Uh, so mm-hmm. I was kind of doing like Blue Man drum school for for like the first six months of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Are you a musician too then? Uh, I was a musician in high school and now I just okay. kind of play music for like comedy stuff. Nothing mm-hmm. serious. Some some funny acoustic songs. I, I can or... do a funny I can do a funny guitar song. I got a, I got a harmonica. I got a saxophone. Oh, uh, shit. That sounds impressive. Can when you, was, Im- can you improv like a, a funny uh, guitar song? Uh, uh, I mean, it probably wouldn't be good. Do you want to do it? Are you looking moment? around for a guitar? <laughs> I was like, wait, are you trying to <laughs> make me like, do that? Uh, I think you're looking in the corners of the room. I was room. looking around. So I was like, if I don't see a guitar, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I've got three of them in the I know. I was room. like, I didn't look in the other room yet, so I'm not going to say yes just yet. <laughs> and it's in like open uh, C sharp tuning, so you got to mess with that oh, too. Nice. No. Yeah. Just to keep it interesting. <laughs> I'd probably like, I'd hear that and I'd probably retune it really quick because that. That's probably the first thing I would just, I, I would know that, like, oh, this isn't tuned the way that I like it tuned. Then yeah. It. And then that would be my song. <laughs> I've been messing with the, I, I've actually found a cool video of Dan Auerbach from Black Keys, just like jamming oh, yeah? on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things, like, I, I realized, like, I love, especially, like, the early Black Keys stuff. It's kind of gotten weird, but 
Um, yeah, I hadn't, I didn't hear the newest album, but my roommate was, was, was not as impressed as he was with, with the other yeah. stuff. Yeah. There's actually a couple decent tracks, I think, from the new one, but for the most part, just their overall arc has just like gotten totally off plane from where they started. <laughs> it's totally different. They were like this raw blues, you know, junior Kimbro yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And I love that stuff. I mean, I'm a big, I'm actually a big, like, old school blues fan, but no, it's just, no, it's a little different. There's a lot of horns uh, going on. And yeah. Horns? Yeah. They lot got horns now? Yeah. Okay. Lots of, I don't even know what you'd call it. It's not big band sound. It's just totally different. It's more like kind of contemporary, just like kind of indie rock, which is fine, but it's not, it doesn't, he used to just rock with a super loud, just like Fender two band, yeah, super and simple. Just, just rip it apart, and and it's like doesn't sound like that anymore. I saw him live here like a year ago, and it was like it's a lot of him like singing and not even playing guitar, and it really some like falsetto stuff, and it's just like this is not what I came for, you know. <laughs> but I still really respect him. But anyway, I, uh, I right, saw. So if the Black Keys now were to shit on Justin Bieber, would it be as powerful as it was when they did a couple years ago? Oh, I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I would, I would applaud any shitting on Bieber. Yeah, but would you applaud it more or less? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. question. That's the actual right. question, That's isn't the it? Question. Um, mm, yeah, I, I probably would appreciate it more back then. Yeah, yeah. But in this video, he was in this open tuning, and I had never really messed around with open tunings except for using a slide. And I was like, "Ooh, this shit is fun. That's good, and it's easy in a way because it's like." You just pluck the open strings and you're playing a chord. Like it's like it's in. It's not like standard tuning where like you do have to always be playing a chord. This is like you can kind of just goof around and it sounds good. It's like a harmonica. How anything you right. blow in is in the right key. It's like, uh, yeah, that's a that's a fun feeling when you're just like, oh, I'm in that zone. Everything I hits right. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So, yeah. So, uh, what's going on with you as far as stuff you might want to plug? I saw your. I saw a little web series that looked kind of cool. Um, what was that called? Sick Day. Oh, is sick that you day. doing that right now, or is that, that on hiatus? That um, we we filmed that earlier this year. Uh, we actually filmed that as a TV pilot, and um, yeah, I don't know if you, Greg Holloman, he was the announcer. He played uh, Principal Blackman on Strangers with Candy. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, so like that was really cool uh, just to hang out with him and uh, a bunch of other cool guys. And then um, yeah, essentially it was a, it's a morning talk show with like the daily show twist so mm-hmm. yeah because there really isn't isn't that yet like you have like it's all like the nighttime stuff so that was the idea right. for it and we filmed it 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 went to some festival and it won it won like a best pilot uh award and then That's cool. I, I think you're just like shopping it around right now i don't think anything else is really happening mm-hmm. uh with it uh at the moment and i think they want to try to film like at least some like short segments just to add more things to it. Cause I think the, uh, the date on it's like an old date. So I think they wanted to get more new stuff for it. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So right now it's just in the selling process. It's weird. Cause like, uh, now I've done like a few pilots. And so like when I do it, when you do a pilot, it's just like another audition. So right. like you do it and then it's like, eh, it might not happen anymore or, or might, <laughs> or it might just get chopped up and put in. Cause I did another pilot, uh, for HBO called, um, what was it called? It was called, it was called single long. Like, have you been single long? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's about like a website. And so we filmed that and then they aired it on, it's on HBO go now, but they chopped it up into six mini episodes. 
so it's not like a like an actual like HBO show. Interesting. But I have I can say HBO Go on my on my resume. That's HBO impressive. Go, bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna check that out. I've got a. Uh... Some like third removed person's uh, HBO Go login. Oh, nice! So, as, as do I. As, I wasn't able to see everybody. it. That was always the biz. Like I'm on HBO Go, but I don't have HBO Go. <laughs> Ironic. Yeah. Uh, so I have- technically they threw an HBO in my like cable channels. Does that mean I have HBO Go? If yeah. you have it, if you have yeah. it on TV, then you can go online with it. Yeah, it's, it's great so too. Go because you can watch. Yeah, you can when Game of Thrones airs. Right after it airs, you can just watch it online. It's nice. perfect. Except everyone gets too excited and crashes the website. It crashes right away. Yeah. Which is what I tried last year. They probably don't advertise that on the brochure. They're not going to tell you that. <laughs> no. But They're not going to tell you that. They didn't even tell you you had it in the first place. So I, I don't think you can fault them for that. Yeah. Did you guys happen to hear this this kind of famous now Comcast call that just went viral a couple of days ago? No. I saw it. I haven't listened to it. Guy though. tries to cancel his Comcast. And it is the most ridiculous phone call I've ever heard. I really is. They're giving him the runaround real hard. Yeah. I mean... Uh. Oh, it's so bad. It's, you know, it's like customer retention, but the guy is just like, I just need to know why, why don't you want this service? We're the fastest provider of internet. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I just want to cancel. He goes, okay. But I, but you realize that we're the, and it just, it just continues uh, stop. for 10. I'm not even, it's that same conversation for 10 minutes. And even eventually he's like, okay, fine. I get it. You want to quit. I get it. Let's just, you got to answer just a couple questions just to fill out the computer, whatever. So what is it about the service? And the guy's just like, oh my God. And it just goes on and on and on and on. And and even when you, you just keep thinking that this is finally going to end and it doesn't. It's totally ridiculous. But Comcast is terrible. No, I tried for over a year to cancel my Comcast service uh, after I moved out here from Atlanta. You tried for over a year. Yeah, it was awful. I, like, I called to cancel right before I, you know, left Atlanta and they said, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, pay this last bill and we'll do it. Um, and maybe six months later, I got calls from a collections agency, uh, for my unpaid Comcast bill for my old apartment in Atlanta. And so I called Comcast to, you know, well, I had to pay the collections agency so they would stop pounding me. And then I had to call Comcast and then like I had an outstanding debt and they wouldn't cancel my account until I paid oh, no. for it. Like, I mean, this isn't our fault. We've been sending you bills. Yeah, so I went through that and then actually I went through that again, like maybe another four months later when I got a collections agent and I, I don't yell at people. I, it really takes a lot to get me angry and I felt bad. I mean, like I maybe slightly raised my voice, but it's madder than I normally get at this porch <laughs> collections agent. I'm like, oh, really? Come on. Really, again? That actually does sound like about like as mad as you get. Yeah, I think that was probably it. <sighs> Really? And then I, like, I don't really that well, but that's what I picked up. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the angriest you're going to go. Yeah. And I felt guilty about it for a couple of weeks. I, I still do. So a couple of years. <laughs> I tried to, um, a couple of years ago, my old roommate, we were trying to get rid of the cable, but we just wanted the internet. I was like, <laughs> we have, we have the Netflix password. We have HBO code password. We don't need the, the cable. And he's like, all right, I'll handle it. He calls. The next thing I know, we have like the full, we have like every channel. And like that's what, that's what happened at the end of his conversation. I didn't listen to the conversation. I just know we had more TV channels than we did before. Yeah. And he was like, no, but it's going to be free. All these channels are free for six months. And we're like, okay. And then after that six months, then like our, yeah. our bill went way astronomical. Through the roof. Like, oh man. This is- yeah. It's just a pain in the ass. And they got a monopoly. They know they're like, what's up? How do yeah. Comcast do that? They're everywhere. Being I didn't even know that they were going to be here in Portland. I didn't know Comcast was here. Everywhere. It's it's regional. I mean, they're not literally everywhere, but everywhere has that one 
dominant. I mean, uh, they have a monopoly. Yeah. And well, because if it makes sense, like, how are you going to start a new cable business? This is like, there's the barrier to entry, you know? Like, you right. can't just go, oh, okay, I'm going to get in I'm that business. I'm going to start cable. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to get my backhoe. We're going to start we're gonna digging lines. Well, we got so, uh, I mean, Google. What? Google's yeah, we'll doing Google's yeah. doing fiber. You know, we're, uh, not yet, but it's we are a Canada. slated. Oh, I'm jealous. For this place. Mm-hmm. I want Google so fiber excited. real bad. How fast is fiber supposed to be? I, I don't want It's supposed to be. And better and cheaper. It's supposed to be significantly faster than yeah. anything we've ever seen. And it's che- supposed to be cheaper but, yeah. than what we have now. Oh, too. absolutely. And you uh, don't have to deal with Comcast. Honestly, that's all I care about. You know, personally, I haven't had any bad experiences. I don't know why. I, even though I hate, I, I realize that they're gouging me price-wise, but like, I, I don't know. You call them and it seems like... Mm. I have noticed a marked difference in talking to the Oregon uh, Comcast people and the Atlanta Comcast people. Mm. They were awful. I thought you were going to say Washington. Atlanta's, Atlanta strong. Comcast is awful? Oh, yeah. Okay. They were incredibly unhelpful. But as soon as I got a Portland person, she's like, you know what? I need to connect you to this person, but they're busy. I'm going to, I don't want to put you on hold. So I'm going to go ahead and like, I'll call them and then I'll call you back. I don't want to take up your whole day. She was so nice. Oh, wow. I think yeah. that's just like a good Portland person. I, I think so. Everyone in Portland is. At least, like in my experience when I moved here, it was Wait, are you so even nice. calling Portland? Or are you calling some central? Uh, they do it because when I was trying to deal with this whole thing, uh, they're like, "Oh, well, you're actually like you're connected to the Oregon people right now, so we're going to connect you to the Georgia people." Which no, 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 no. 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 Hold on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Did I say Atlanta? I... <laughs> no, this one. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. That's kind of interesting. I know a lot about how Comcast works now. Hmm. I did learn they said if you call right at the end of a quarter then they're better. Like all those deals re up and everything gets shuffled around. So if they like denied you last time, wait till the end of Q1, whatever, and then call in. I found um, a website where you can actually hack the remote control. Shut up. So do you do like uh, where you can like pause and play Uh the thing? Yeah. There's a button. There's one of the buttons like blank or something. You can you can hack it so that it it, like skips forward like 30 seconds. So you can use it to skip commercials. Oh, nice. Interesting. Nice. There was a couple other ones too, but I remember that was like one that really got me excited. And I was like, and I like spent like two days trying to like <laughs> pro- reprogram the remote to make it do that. You know, my cell phone actually, it's a relatively new cell phone and it has like a, remote a control blaster app? on the front. Is it an oh, LG? I've heard about that. It's, uh, it's the HTC One M8. Oh. And it's that. got this little, you can see it's like this bar up top, and it's. I got to one be, too on my yeah. LG Volt, Ooh. but it doesn't do every TV. Like mm. it does, like it doesn't do RCA. Does it do LG TVs? It does do LG TVs. Mm-hmm. It does okay. do, but it doesn't do like any of the TVs that I actually have. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I wish it would do my TV. Like, damn it! Now I gotta go buy an LG TV. Yeah, there you go. It's like it would be kind of fun to be like in a bar and just be like. Boop, boop. <laughs> right? Uh, they used to make those things. Yeah. Like, uh, there's like, there's like, like a, a universal, universal yeah. teaching. Like, like they, yeah. mm-hmm. that. I watch people do that. I remember in high school, we had a really stupid Spanish teacher. And she brought out, you know, um, showing my age here, but they'd bring, like, wheel in those TVs that had the VHS, you know? It's oh, like, love that day. Oh, yeah. Best in, day ever. Like, from the mm-hmm. AV room, mm-hmm. wheel it in. And it was a video on Spanish or whatever. And it was just bad tracking. It was a VHS tape, you know. And it's oh, yeah. like, oh, the but you had to like yeah, you had the old it. tracking, whatever. And it I just, missed that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> think about that all the time. Man, those are the days. DVDs the and Blu-rays, they're just guys are boring. Like back in my day, I had to make sure the picture was perfect. Like I had to like mm-hmm. make that happen. Yeah, you just watch it. I'd be like, you can I be in charge of tracking tonight? Like that was like a big thing. <laughs> uh, my sisters would be diving in there first. And- 
<laughs> but uh, the, the, the picture was terrible. And so it was like breaking up and she stopped it and she was like, I know one of you guys has a universal remote. <laughs> and someone had a calculator out. And of course, they're slacking off. Like, he's doing like math homework in her class. She takes his, his you know, TI-82, mm-hmm. <laughs> takes it. Puts it on her desk because oh, you can have this after class. Of course, it still looks like shit the rest of class, but she doesn't notice that. Then the next day, we have to watch a video again. She comes in and the VH the VHS player is turned around. So <laughs> so no one I'm like, I don't think that VHS can accept any signals. It's not. It's not like that. It's not a remote control thing. That's not a remote control. Thing. Nope. It's analog. <laughs> But there are hamsters on that thing, just like. To be fair, though, I feel like that kid was probably playing Tetris and not doing his math homework. Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, the TI eighty one days and TI eighty two days were great. We had mm-hmm. um, we had a program because they'd always be like, "All right, erase erase your programs or whatever." And so, like, we had we made a program that looked like it erased programs. And so, like, the teacher would walk and we'd like Holy hit shit. it and go does... and do it and go erase and we're like, oh. And then we go. Just kept doing. That's our industrious. Thing. That's genius. They, I'm surprised they went through and said delete your programs. Oh yeah, well, because people were like, I don't know. Uh, uh, I took a lot of like AP classes towards the end of high school because mm-hmm. I started caring more. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, so like I had a lot of smart friends, and we would like, I don't know, people were just like programming, like people were just programming different yeah. things. Yeah. What was there was a lot of uh, it's a lot of dumb games that they'd make. There was a big game that was on TIA 80s. I don't remember um, what it's called. Uh, did they ever do Snake in there? Snake, snake was huge. Yeah. They played Snake. There was uh, one that was like, looked like canyons, and you'd have like go through oh, yeah, the yeah. canyons, like move around. Yeah, and you'd with the like, airplane. Yeah. We did have a two-player Tetris, which was yeah, fun. Yeah, we would do that. Because we could like, plug fun. into someone else's TI, uh-huh. and then we'd do that. God, we're old. Snood. Snood, yeah. Mm. There's some... Yeah, like you, uh, it was a computer game too, but, and then you'd shoot it up and it would like stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had to get yeah. like three in a row and then oh, that would, yeah. mm-hmm. and it'd be like snoot. Mm-hmm. You got them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, but we would always play games. So they just wanted us to make sure we didn't have yeah. any games. Right. But other people would also, they would put like, uh, algorithms and stuff into yeah. it. So there's this plug in your, your geometry equation mm-hmm. and it was like crank out the answer. Oh, yeah. I it's, remember feeling so slick, even though like the math wasn't even complicated. It'd be like, enter the radius. Now it'll spit out the area or whatever, mm-hmm. yep. you know. And it's like, look at me. You know? Next <laughs> yeah. step, NASA. Just know? put the Pythagorean <laughs> theorem in there. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a man on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. remember it. Like, we had to clear our programs too, and it was so terrible though, because like you had to find someone that had it and like get that program from them or get the algorithm from right. it. Right. And if you had to clear it, it was gone. Gone. You really had to hunt it down. You had to oh, hunt boy. it down. And there wasn't, like, internet was, like, just becoming, like, a thing in, in, like, I mean, it was already a thing, but it was becoming a thing that we were able to start affording, like, in my <laughs> area. Like, we're like, oh, this internet thing. But before that, like, if your program's gone, you can't, like, look it up or anything. Yeah. It's just no. gone. It's a different time. You had to know someone that could do it for you. I don't yeah. I, I can't imagine kids going through school now with internet the whole time. Like, well, research papers. Oh, uh, yeah. Just think about, just think about the access to porn. Like, kids are going to be <laughs> fucked up. What? I, yeah, I had to wait forever just for a picture of a boob. Like, now yeah. you can, like, instantly I remember, watch like, inching crazy. down the screen. You can screen. do it on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, beep, beep. You're like, oh my God, look, oh, I can't wait. You know? <laughs> They're not going to understand scrambled porn. Like, scrambled no. porn is an amazing it's time. It's not right. It's like heroin. You know, people are like, you know, heroin's too good. It just gets in your brain and it's too good. It's too good. You can't That's what the kids have now. You just you like hide it. out in their bed with their smartphone and just pull up some Pornhub. Like oh it's bad. God. It's not how nature was intended. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's bad news. 
This is going to be our prohibition, our generation's prohibition. We're going to be the old idiots. We don't want we don't want our children masturbating with their smartphones <laughs> under their sheets. They got their. It's not good. It's not healthy. Yeah, we totally forget that we kind of do know the technology. We're like, I mean, it's this interconnected. They're gonna go web. to Pornhub.com or I mean, I mean, a website of some sort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Red tube. I mean, I don't know. Don't you mean you porn? I mean, we don't know. We don't know websites. Who's to say what's out there? <laughs> anyway, I got to get home. The wife's going to be an hour anyway, still. And what's going to happen to our white daughters <laughs> with these smartphones? <laughs> you know, there's options in there for more than just white people and... Uh, yeah, you can that. get whatever you want. You can get whatever you want. It's it's horrible. It's, it's so weird. Have you accidentally like Googled something or like Google image something that's completely innocuous? You assume it's completely innocuous and just like get this whole page of weird results. Um, mm. sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sure. Well, uh, yes, Nickelodeon needs to do a thing called the Big Help. This yeah. is how I discovered. <laughs> I this is how I di- this is almost this was almost how I discovered porn <laughs> on the internet. So my brother's eight years younger than me. And like Nickelodeon was coming through uh, Hampton to do like Nickelodeon's big help is coming to Hampton, Virginia. And so my brother's like, Oh, I gotta do this. And I think I was like 15, 16 or something. And, and, uh, my mom was like, I was looking up this big help event and all this crazy porn popped up. And I was like, Oh no, that's horrible. And then I immediately went to the computer and like Googled big help. And I was like, Oh my God. Why would you tell your 15 year old son that? <laughs> I don't know. She thought don't I was Google that. <laughs> like, uh, when are you going to bed again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When is the computer free? Because it wasn't like we had our own computers. It was one oh, no. house computer. Yeah. So I had to wait for that to be and free. And you had to do the dial yeah. up. And it was like in the kitchen. Yeah. Some place like, very, very, like, very populated. Like, <laughs> not conducive. <laughs> yeah. That was just, they have it too easy. They need, they need to work harder. You know? I don't know. They don't get the payoff. Or they get the payoff. <laughs> well, you know. Maybe it's not just, as much. I don't know. But yeah, that's, that's maybe true. kids can have jobs earlier now. Maybe they don't, maybe maybe you can bring child labor back <laughs> now that now that they have internet and they have this. So they're basically little adults now. Anyway, they're all growing up so fast. Might as well be working. Well, you that's know, true. as a, you know, in terms of like, we're the only species where that happens. Like every like well, like a bird, like they're they're out of there within a year. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like every, everything. Like we're the only ones that's that like true. hang out like till we're in our, till we're like. You know, nineteen or whatever, yeah, 30, sometimes twenty six, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's forever. Who knows? Like that doesn't ha- that doesn't happen anywhere else. I don't think. It's a pretty good point. I wonder if there are ever like bears that like the dads like he's got to get the fuck out he's of here. Gonna, um, gotta go. It's been a month. You are Some still like, here. He's just like hanging out with his mom. She's like, he's tender. He's not ready, he's not ready for the real world yet. And be with the economy the way it is. Bears, like playing video games yeah. <laughs> in his high seat, like ma, just jerking off. <laughs> we uh, we actually learned about this at primate biology camp that I went to. Excuse me. <laughs> oh yeah, primate biology. Uh huh. Camp. Oh, tell me more. Sleep away. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, about what? Uh, uh, um, something about like raising children, and it's something about like the size of the brain when it's born, hmm. and like how. Uh, intensive, like the child rearing is based on like the evolutionary pressures or something. I don't. That's all I remember. Well, I think like the like like a, like a bear's brain. I think it like it develops from child brain oh, yeah. to adult brain just way faster. Yeah, exactly. Than a human brain develops to adult human brain. Right. We just need more time we to need more time. Yeah. 
to do things. What is it? Isn't there an inverse correlation between like how defenseless you are as a baby versus your intelligence later? Isn't there something like that? For the humans more, or? just like animals in general. Yeah. Like yeah. the more defenseless you are in the beginning, the more like upside you have. Yeah. So oh, really? yeah. Cause like yeah, we, in terms of intelligence, I think. Uh-huh. Cause like we have like these like super underdeveloped brains so they can fit out the birth canal or whatever. Yeah. But that means like they're not developed at all. Yeah. And so it's yeah. like, um, bones are soft. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you have a ton of neural connections that actually get pruned back. Um, a horse can just fall out and just mm-hmm. get up and, and start walking. Yeah. Just yeah. be dumb forever <laughs> until they die. But that's what they get. <laughs> that's yeah. what you get yeah. for popping out and running. <laughs> You're dumb. That is interesting though. They're like up and running <laughs> an hour or whatever. Yeah. They just, it was yeah. like, it's crazy. Yeah. Giraffes. If a baby did that, like, would that be, <laughs> oh my a, would God. that be amazing? If that'd a baby be, just no. came out that'd and started walking? That would be terrifying. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. Can you like give birth to like an actual, like full human? He's, he's like equivalent of like a six-year-old. No, I, I feel like you like need that time, that transition time, right? To like yeah, get used worse. to like having another. Thing. Although I mean, you they'd be less reliant on you, but yeah, they'd be running around, and you'd instantly be in like that uh, the terrible twos. You know, they're running around doing stuff instead of just like laying there. And right, just happens. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably has to do with the parents and like what they're actually prepared to do too. It fits in with our right. evolutionary. Yeah lifestyle i feel like i would just be really freaked out by like having something come out of me that could talk me too immediately <laughs> immediately <laughs> even well. eventually uh, it's still weird yeah, my best yeah. friend just had a baby like three days ago shout out jesse sivak and uh new uh charlie sivak i can't i can't believe it i don't know it's weird yeah so many babies having around right now uh, yeah. yeah i've got a couple friends it's, it's so interesting he's it's hard to describe him but he's just the funniest guy and just not who you picture being a dad but yet i actually think he's gonna be like the best dad oh it's awesome just that he's, that's great yeah it's just he's it's hard to describe you just have to meet him he's like the funniest guy i've ever met probably but he's like he owns some construction business he's also like really smart like probably one of the smartest guys i've ever met but yet he's he's in construction but he can build a house by himself He's gonna have this empire. He's got already got like a couple houses because they're just really smart and frugal oh, wow, and whatever. That's great. Yeah. yeah, but him and his as a dad, I don't know. It's a whole other thing. <laughs> you know, but. he did the business. He can probably raise a kid. Probably they're the same set of skills, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bottom line profits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll see. I can't wait to see. Let's see, I'm gonna go back soon actually and go see them, but. Yep, it's weird. Weird. It, maybe even weirder than the pot thing. I don't know. Friends having kids. That's weird. that's probably. I think that's weirder now. In today's <clears throat> in today in, t- in 2014, that's weirder. Friends Especially having babies. Because we're also kind of like a our society or not a society, but kind of our generation. You know, we've had some rough times. Economy kind of sucks. People are pushing back having kids later and later, getting married later and later. Mm-hmm. Some people actually do get married, have the kid by the house. It's kind of like, wow, they're really stepping up. It's it's a bigger deal. It used to just be like, well, yeah, that's what you do. That's what you do. But yeah. now it's a little different. It's like, you know, in people in their mid-30s, it's not such a huge deal that you necessarily haven't had a kid yet. And in my grandma's day, they'd be like, she's dead yep, to me. That's yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> you think she's there done. is like a big like decrease in terms of like kids being born per year? I think that's decreasing yeah. yearly now just yeah. because... We're just being better about it. Yeah. I think everyone saw idiocracy and was like, we can't let that happen. Yeah. I actually just read that they're having a big problem in Japan because like for whatever reason, the things that have changed relatively recently in their culture that like nobody really has sex. The the low, the, the rates are like way down. Really? No one mm-hmm. really wants to have kids. They're like Isn't trying it, to get, inc- I thought they're, yeah. they're already regulating them. their kids. Uh, that's, 
I think China was the one oh, per China. family, but Japan, cause there was such a, um, I guess like the way you inherit things, it's obviously like more beneficial to have a son than a daughter. So you have mm. like that pressure. And so I feel like at least, I don't know, like 10 years ago, it was a huge issue cause there's all these males now. There's all these men and like a very limited number of women. Oh wow. Yeah. Whoa. So sex selection Crazy. is bad. Yeah. It was a, it was a, this pretty big study they did. It was like 20, you know, like, I don't know, 21 to 30 year olds. And it was like, it was like, 26% of men and 40% of women had little to no interest in having sex. And the, the, even it was like 20, it was like a study of all these like 22 year olds and like the majority of them had never had a girlfriend at all. And it was like, they're like, it's like they're just sort of getting that, what they, what they would normally get from a girlfriend in like other ways. It's like digital. Uh, whatever they're like getting fulfilled in other ways, and they're like the government's really worried about it because they're they're uh, they're um, uh, the birth rates are already really low, wow. and so they're like yeah they have this they have big trend if it continues it's like all these old people are gonna be there all not very many young people and declining population and it's just weird but huh. I don't know that's I, all the, those avatars I, I always mentally I'm always <laughs> like I feel like we're there's gonna be too many of us we're curing cancer and stuff right now yeah like, what's gonna happen but like I, I think it's just it's doing itself it's doing it maybe it is yeah in certain ways it's, it is taking care of itself in that area anyway yeah it's kind of weird wow. yeah I think we should fly through some Rotten Tomatoes game ooh yeah yeah, yeah you're yeah. saying this yeah I, I'm excited for basically no reason at all but I love it. We're just doing Nick Cage, Nicholas Cage movies. I don't know. I don't know. He said basically no reason at all. I just American Treasure. He's wonderful. Sorry. I did not mean to make it sound like a plethora. I of... Don't love him dearly. <laughs> yeah, come I on. Absolutely do. Um, so we already ran through the rules just a little bit with you, Sherman. But so you feel like you're good to go? I feel like I'm good to go. But a refresher is always nice. So we are going to pick the. We're going to guess the Rotten Tomato score between uh, one to a hundred. And it's just the the basic Rotten Tomato score. You're familiar with that so, that website? I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, maybe maybe been there once or twice. <laughs> this is my terrible Nick Cage. Ah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, and so we're gonna do five movies, and it's just like the aggregate uh, closest closest person overall to the right scores. All right, basically, All right. essentially. First one, uh, I actually think we're basically gonna go in like ascending order here. We're starting bad. <laughs> I think uh, Wicker Man Oof. is number one. Not the bees. <laughs> Not the bees. Have you uh, have you guys ever played the Wicker Man drinking game? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's I don't remember the last twenty minutes of the movie. Ooh, it's intense. You drink whenever. Um, well, you drink. You have to finish your drink at Not the Bees. You have to finish your drink at Not the Bees. Yeah. Oh no! I just Not made myself bees. a new one. Um, you have to. Uh, let's see. Drink whenever he acts with his teeth, which is like every time he speaks. Wow. There's a lot of them, which Weird. is just every single. I got to do more. Movie. I haven't done like a fun like movie drinking game. In uh, a while. That's a good one to do. Um, you drink every time he punches a woman, which is a lot in the last <laughs> 20 minutes. Hence my not remembering it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's another it's a, woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. If you're looking for one. Oh, man. Okay. This is from 2006. Nicholas Cage, Ellen Bernstein. Can't be good. Oh, uh, no. Can't be good. And so just uh, think about it and let us know if you've got your guess. One to a hundred. I got mine. I got mine. Uh, I I have it now. Okay. Rebecca, what do you got? 22. Wow. 22 for Rebecca. Is that high or low? I 
low, I guess. <laughs> okay, what do you got? I'll say uh, I will say forty three. Oh. 43. We we are varied here. I thought it was even worse. I said 13. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I am the optimist. <laughs> I thought I was I thought I was lowballing with that with say, saying anything under 50. Got to give myself some props here. 15. Ooh, wow. Nice. Shit. I I messed that up way. <laughs> Puzzlingly misguided. <laughs> Neil Laboot's update. The Wicker Man struggles against the unintentional comedy and fails. <laughs> I got tricked when you said Ellen Bernstein because she's actually a phenomenal actress. Uh, not in that movie. Man. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think this is going to go way up from here, though. Uh, one of my favorite movies of... I don't know. I, I don't want to overspeak it. Gone in 60 Seconds. Ooh. I, I like that one. I love this movie. I love that car so much. I've kind of always been a car person, but that Ford at the end... Is, oh, it's got a really so good sick. soundtrack, too. Yeah, it does. Huh. My mom had it. We used to listen to it a lot in the car. <laughs> yeah, and I love that when they put on Lowrider. It's yeah. like the most random scene. You know, they're just like, all right, let's go. You yeah, know? But like, like, they just yeah. listen to it for like 10 seconds. That movie just makes me think you can't steal cars now because it's got to be laser cut. Laser cut keys. Yeah. Oh. Memphis Reigns. <laughs> and the one guy's like, he's always just like, I got you, Memphis Reigns. So it's like he just follows him around all movie. Uh, oh, what? Such a good movie. Oh, laser cut keys. Oh. Oh, and Angelina Jolie? Forgot. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. got the that. blonde. This is like pretty soon after her Oscar for The Girl Interrupted. Shortly after. Oh, that's a good question. This is from 2000. Okay. I'm going to guess Girl Interrupted was after, but that's... My, uh, that's my guess. I didn't realize there was an original from 1974. I don't know. Gone in 60 Seconds. Wait, wait, Gone in 60 Seconds is a remake? Yeah. Hmm. Whoa. The original is from 74 with Marion Busia and George Cole. Didn't know that. Uh, this is a really hard guess for me. I don't know. Uh, I, I know. I don't think it's great, but yet I love it. All right. I have my notes. I got, I got mine. mine. I'll go first. I don't know. I said 41. Ooh. I'm going to say 68. 68. I'm, I'm sticking with the number I said before. 43. <laughs> mm, That's just a new to strategy. Edge you out. Oh, this could be like anywhere. 24. Oh, oh no. But okay. Look at the, oh, look at the so audience bad. one, by the way. Yeah. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Damn. Uh, mm. Audience score is 77%. See, whenever there's a huge disparity like that, you know something's up. Well, the I mean, like, critics are just picky. Yeah. Like who got paid off? Mm-hmm. Top critics is twenty two. Even though Oscar bears Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie and Robert Duvall, Robert Duvall oh, yeah. came aboard for this project, the quality gone sixty seconds is disappointing and low. The plot line is nonsensical. What's nonsensical about having he to steal a bunch of cars? He has to steal a bunch of cars to save his brother. And he only has a minute to do it. It makes sense <laughs> to save his brother and his brother Giovanni Ribisi. Love Giovanni oh, yeah. Rubisi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like him. See? Love Giovanni Rubisi. You know, there's a lot of people in that because what's his name? The guy that's uh, the cop's partner? He's a, he's another actor. Um, oh, yeah. The tall um, black dude? Oh, no. That guy. The guy that guy, um, too. But the guy's famous. The, the guy, guy in with Justified, him. right? Is yes. Is he in Justified? Uh, I'm on the wrong. And then the guy that never speaks? The but, guy that never speaks? Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Oh, Timothy. Yeah, Timothy yeah. Oliphant. All fun, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you got Robert Duvall. Wait, you got Vinny... Angelina Jolie. It's officially star-studded. Will Vinny... Patton. Will Patton's in that? Yeah. Star-studded. That's Vinny... weird. Isn't Vinnie Jones in it? 
Yes. I feel like Spanx. you have you have yeah, more than five celebrities right. in your movie. It's got to be above fifty percent automatically. I feel like. Mm, but then you get into what's that one? He's just not that into you, and that was that other. Uh, what was that mm. sketch comedy movie that came out like a couple years ago? Like Holly Berry was in it. It's just a bunch of sketches. Oh, like the yeah, movie forty three. I never saw it. Something like that. Something like what you just said. Yeah. yeah. That's that's weird to me. That's a strange. And it made a hundred million dollars. Hmm. So, yeah, something worked out for it. I don't think they're complaining about it. Yep, twenty four percent. All right. I don't know. Whatever. Face off is next. Oh, face <laughs> off. Uh, from nineteen ninety seven, John Travolta, Nicolas Cage. Love it. Ken's right. My wheelhouse childhood. Uh huh. You think it's got to be bad? Oh yeah. No. No way. Okay, for some reason, I think that it's good. That's fine. Like, there's certain ones. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I don't know. Like, mm. that was, like, one of the childhood ones for me. It is mm. awful. It is so bad. But I yeah. love it. I think it's great. Mm. I never saw Face Off when I was little. I think that's my problem. Yeah. Have You have seen it then, since then? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Well, last time I watched it was after the Wicker Man drinking game, so. Like, <laughs> the same night? Yeah. Like the same night. <laughs> you said you don't remember the end of the movie, so you can't remember them. It's like, I can't remember anything else that happened that <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Not at all. There's just a picture of you watching it. That's the only reason. Yeah, like there's evidence of you doing it, but there should be no recollection. You love this movie. (laughs) Um, This is still, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's good. How, why am I saying this? Uh, I got mine. Why? I hope we haven't played this one before because I really want to say that it's high, but I don't know why. I don't think we've used Just it. Anyway, for it. you guys have yours? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got mine. All right. Uh, I'm going to say 18. 18. I'm sorry. Face off. Uh, make me want to stick with my old number. <laughs> but I'm going to step it up and I'm going to say 63. Whoa. Okay. It's not a- I had 74. I think it's decent. I think I'm going to lose. Oh. <gasps> No, I was right. Oh my what god, ninety one. Whoa, no. ninety one. There is oh my. What's I, happening? I hate this that game. Feel I hate right, this does game. Does how, does, how, how does a movie go from opposite ends of the spectrum like that? Yeah, Gone got Sixty Seconds was legitimately good movie. See, I'm more. It, no. I'm, I'm impressed because he has. He's got. He can do the shitty movie. He can do the good movie. But, do your middle of the road movie. It's John Woo. John Woo. Yeah. Plastic surgery doesn't work like that. <laughs> that's my biggest issue with the movie. And like his, oh, that's what stopped you. And his wife is fooled. You I know, know. It's just his face, but yet it's a different like, body. You're not yeah. the same exact yeah, Travolta size. Travolta and Cage have different body types. They're not, yeah. they're not the same yeah. body. They must not be getting it on too much. Because you, if you have sex with someone, you have to know. Yeah, the, hand, like even like the hands will be different. Yeah, and like the way everything. they walk and stand. Is there, is there, and... Is there a handoff? Mo- do they switch hands too? Is, is I there... think they maybe do fingerprints. Yeah, they do do fingerprints. Okay. Uh, But like, the wife's not gonna... And what about their voice? Uh, And all of their memories? No, there was a thing with the voice. I remember they do some kind of thing. (laughs) There's some kind of thing with the voice. All right. I I don't feel good about it. It's that simple. It's that simple. Oh, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, you know, nerves. Nerve endings. They hug, and it's good. (laughs) And the muscles, and they just Maybe same blood type. If the same blood type, it makes it Mm, way easier. You're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. How are they not on immunosuppressants the whole time? By the way, what's the immunosuppressant? 
Well, like if you do a like an organ transplant, because it's your, somebody else's tissue and your right. own immune system will attack it. Right. So you have to like, if you had like a, somebody else's kidney, you'd be on a bunch of drugs, like cyclosporin the whole time. Always. See, I want a podcast where you just like scientifically expose like movies or something. We should do like mystery science theater style with a bunch of scientists. Oh man. <laughs> I, I would love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen Crank or Crank 2. Mm-hmm. They're great. Wait. Is that uh Is it like accurate? That's You're Jason like, Statham. Say, yeah, which is mm-hmm. he, he like he dies if he doesn't get what? Something's up with his heart? Uh the first one I think is adrenaline and then crank two is He needs adrenaline. They like, they like keep replacing his heart. Um <laughs> They keep replacing his heart? Yeah, there's like the Yakuza. The, and what about the Iron Man? Hello. All right. Oh, that's true. I feel better about that one, scientifically. I really hope it's going to be sad if this movie does not have a higher number than Face Off. Next up, Leaving Las Vegas. A well-respected movie. You know, I've never seen it. I've Elizabeth seen it. Elizabeth Shue. Mm. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good movie from 1995. He's like this failed writer, moves to L.A. just to basically kill himself on the booze. I heard um, Nicolas Cage actually went to Australia before filming, and he videotaped himself just getting like crazy drunk, and then he just walked around, and then after he watched it, and then he like burned it. No way! <laughs> so it's like he oh, so he knew. he just was able to huh. mimic those those some of some of those moments, or like if he did something crazy, he's like that'd be a crazy thing to put in the movie. Like I like I don't know. That's Man. a good idea. Right. It'd be a cool I, guy to hang out. That's with. something that was like, oh, if I was in a movie that I was getting wasted, I'd probably do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. get drunk and just film it and <laughs> burn it. Yeah. Uh, didn't he like? Wasn't there some sort of like stalker or something? Or didn't he find somebody in his bedroom or wake up to somebody in his bedroom recently? Recently? Yeah, like in the past six months. Okay, kind of recent. I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like that was a thing. He there's some weird Nicolas Cage news thing. I don't know. Sorry, I haven't heard about Nick Cage in the news as of late, other than just hearing random quotes of his yeah i haven't heard anything about that more about his financial woes and, yeah that's uh, true well, he's been selling off the yachts right oh yeah yeah he's been losing some money uh, that's too bad hmm. he never got superman off the ground um okay the headline <laughs> says nicholas cage chased fudgical wielding <laughs> bandit from home yep that's it <laughs> what? that's what i was thinking yeah, of yeah, I, I see this now <laughs> okay yeah Sounds like it was. I can't believe you guys missed this. Yeah, missed really. It. It's a really big news story. It says, Nicholas Cage, man broke into my house, ate fudgesicle. <laughs> oh, I found another one. There's a mime stalker who broke into his house. This is of 2013. Uh, what happened? So he was like a mime? A mime like broke in. <laughs> the mime was a real hardcore stalker, especially since he was able to break into Nicholas Cage's house, and he watched him while he was asleep. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. And then uh, there's this random photo of Nick Cage with like long hair. I'm pretty sure that's photoshopped. It kind of looks like the crazy girlfriend. Oh yeah, it's the crazy girlfriend meme. Mm -hmm. Mm. The one was like, yeah, yeah, overly some involved girlfriend or yeah, yeah, something like that. All right, any of you? I've had a a stalker once. Did you really? Mm -hmm. Tell us. Uh, uh, It was. I did a show and. this girl uh, afterwards, she was like, "Oh, hey, you're cool," and like we hung out. We went on, like maybe like a date or two, and then one day she calls me at, like five in the morning, and then uh, and then she's like, "Come on over," and I was like, "Awesome!" <laughs> and then she comes over, but she's like banging on the back door, uh, like somehow she like cr- 
there's like a fence. You have to like climb a fence to get to like my back door. And she like starts banging on my back door and I open it and she comes in and she's just like upset and she's upset about something. And then she's like, I just want to break things. And she's just like knocking over like everything in my room and what? just like tearing things. And I was like, what are you doing? And then like, I have to like, she's like, like hitting me and I have to physically like restrain her. And then my roommate like wakes uh, up and then she starts crying. She's like, thank God. As if like, he, oh. as if he just like saved her. From me doing something, oh, and then but whoa. he immediately saw that and was like, "Ah, you gotta go." And so we both had to like visit, like push her out of the door, and we like closed it. And I was like, "I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you want a drink? I just bought some beer." And like we're sitting there having a beer, like this is crazy. And all of a sudden we hear like, like tap 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 on the door because oh. we thought she left, but there's like a hallway, and like she just stayed inside. And then we hear boom. Boom. And like that happens at like five in the morning and that goes to like 10 in the morning until she passes out. And then, uh, and then did after you, that she would randomly like keep hitting me did up you and not stuff. Call the cops or something. Didn't call the cops. Cause I felt like that's what she, she kept saying that she kept saying, call the cops. And she kept saying that she kept, Oh man. Like she was like ready. She was ready for like, he hit me. Like, I feel like she, yeah. like, cause she kept saying like, you're going to hit me. You're going to hit me. And she kept telling me like hit her and stuff. I was like, I'm not going to hit you. This is crazy. You gotta go. And, uh, Yeah. You're like I. I wait till you least suspect it. No, <laughs> like, like look over there. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's scary. That's, yeah, uh, that especially if someone's scary. trying to like yeah. rope you in to a legal scenario. Like that's not cool. Was there that's India crazy. in like any indication that she was super crazy when you met her? Or? Not, not like uh, that. Cra- I mean, but I like there was some. People. There was some crazy. I like crazy people. Okay, but nothing in the movie seemed like oh she's gonna like start breaking things in my place in, in the middle of the night. Like I never thought that was gonna happen. That's it, weird. Yeah, and then like the next couple of weeks or so, like she was just kind of messaging me, and like and then like calling, and like, I just had to keep like hanging up on her. Wow, mm-hmm. I've never had that. No, no One stalkers. Day. Well, when that happened, I was like, <laughs> oh, I felt I felt like I like leveled up in the in the comedy world. So, so that was that was nice. <laughs> it was it a good story. I was like, oh, I got my stalker, so I got it. <laughs> All right, we got leaving Las Vegas. Okay, nineteen ninety five, Elizabeth Shue. Drinks himself to death. Got it. Got my number. He's well respected. All right. I got mine. Okay. 96. Whoa. Whoa. Damn, Sherman. I said 75. I was going to say 76. Wow. Sorry, Danny. You should be, Rebecca. <laughs> Getting all up in my face. Mm-hmm. Leaving Las Vegas. 89. Ooh. Is that mine? Yeah. You're closer. You, you won that one. Yeah. Man. Finally got one. <laughs> I got one. Still lower than Face Off, though. Mm. That's weird. <laughs> Going into the last movie here. Uh, Rebecca, not your finest performance, I'm sorry. Uh, I to did say. not do well in the last 137 one. is your current score. Mm. 82 for Sherman. 50 for me. Still anybody's game, though. We could This, this could go any variety of ways. I think I know how it's going to go. <laughs> we have a good movie, though, for the last one. Um, I'm going to guess this is probably like. 95 or maybe earlier no whoa 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 or even earlier from 87 nicholas cage holly hunter uh raising arizona is this cohen brothers i believe so yes okay gotta be a good movie i got mine i got mine got mine i said 90 86 i'm gonna say 70 would you say 86 Mm mm-hmm Interesting, interesting. Ooh, Ooh. good way to go out. Man. 90. Oh, on the dot. <laughs> this is still lower than Face Off. 
And I think that clearly indicates that, that so weird. this Rotten Tomatoes So according to Rotten Tomatoes, flawed. Face Off is the best thing that Nick Cage has ever done. And I know some people that would argue mm-hmm. for that. You can find that out real quick. Yeah, but not not legitimate people, right? No, legitimate people. <laughs> uh, this is saying that highest rated movie was Red Rock West at 95. I've never uh, heard of that before. I don't know what Moonstruck that at 92. Heard Moonstruck. <laughs> Face Off at 91 and Adaptation at 91. Uh, really interesting. Anyway, I do really like Nicolas Cage, though. Just gotta say it, and I love him. I don't know. He's compelling to me. Nick Cage is great. I had a friend in college that was a big Nick Cage fan. Like, she had, like, the whole like wall was just Nick Cage photos and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see it. I sexy can't... man. No. no. He's so no? weird. Nothing no. sexy about Nick Cage for you? And now, like, I mean, he's getting older though, too. You know, he's but even young. Nick, I know. There's just something about the crazy. Deadfall has a zero percent. That's his lowest. <laughs> he's what got that, just, like uh, the whole gamut. What was that '80s movie he did? Uh, oh, the uh, vampire one. Uh, no. But that's on the crazy reel on YouTube. Oh, is it? Yeah, there's like he's counting or something. I don't oh yeah, he's one, yeah. two, yeah, yeah. three, four. Yeah, he's, doing, yeah. he's like, A, B, C, D. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That one. Is it Racing with the Moon? No. no. It's Birdie? like one of his... No. <laughs> the Cotton Club? Nope. Peggy Sue Got Married? He's that's the one I That's the one I saw recently, Peggy Sue Got Married. Oh, nice. See, he's got a lot of certified fresh movies all through the 80s. Well, you... What's like one of his early ones? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, Valley yeah, right. Times. Yeah, he it's was... It actually literally says bit part. I think he like worked behind the counter with uh, Judge Reinhold, maybe. Oh, at the very end? Yeah, or just like in the, the fast food restaurant oh, the scenes. Food. Wow, I've maybe. never seen that movie. Ooh. I gotta, I gotta, it's on my list of things I to I would see. say it's actually like, a little overrated, personally. Overrated? I, I, I agree. I just want to see, yeah. like, I just want to see, like, Sean Penn as, like, as, the as that kind of, Yeah, Spicoli. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I've never seen him, like, in that kind of role before. Yeah. Exactly. Phoebe uh, Cats. I think it's just Phoebe Cats was super hot in that well, movie. Yeah, took her bathing suit off. Oh man, that's still a <laughs> young, classic. Young movie. Forrest Whitaker's in it. Yep. Oh, he's like the jock. He's, yeah, he's he drives, the football player. That, he drives like a, a Corvette or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, he's he's like badass. Yeah, I think it's a generational thing. You know, it's kind of like um, you know, this movie like Hollywood Nights. You know, mm-hmm. you ever heard of that? It's sort of like Days and Confused, only mm-hmm. it's for like the eighties. It's like a generation earlier, you know. Right. It, yeah. it, it doesn't always resonate, I don't think. Um, it's and then like like American Graffiti, then there's like yeah Hollywood Nights, but then like later you're like oh no Days and Confused, that's like our movie of the high school kids on their last day, you know. It's like you, whatever. But um, yeah, generational. The Fast Times doesn't quite work as well for me. I don't know. No. Yeah. Meh. This is not in the same genre, but I heard they're remaking, uh, not remaking, but they're making a sequel to What Hot American Summer. Or they're making a prequel to it. <gasps> I did oh. hear that. Yeah. Um, Sweet. Who's in it? Anybody? Same cast. Mm-hmm. It's the same cast, but they're, it's a prequel. Because they're like, yeah, we thought it was funny because like, we're like we're in our 30s and we're playing teenagers. And now we're going to be like in our 40s, 50s playing like even younger than that. Yeah. And it's, like, it's like that's going to be their goal. Yeah. Michael Showalter was on... A podcast, Who Charted? Maybe I don't know if you listen to that. Mm, I don't know. I know of that one, but I haven't heard mm-hmm. of it. It's good. I think he was on it like last week or something. Oh, nice. I'm talking about it. I'm really excited. That's cool. All right, I'll listen to that because I'd like to hear. I'd like to get the scoop. That one's that's a lot of fun. I like that one a lot. Sorry. Nice. Can oh, I hype well, other podcasts on here? It's fine. Talk about all the competition. Whatever. You know. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I brought in tomatoes. I don't. Know. I like playing the game, but I don't think it's really consistent enough to really set any like. It's it's not consistent, and it's clearly flawed. But it makes yeah. me angry every time. It's like no, well, that's like uh, uh like uh, was a Family Feud. Family Feud is so frustrating because it's not like uh, the correct answers. Yeah. It's what a hundred people said. Yeah, right. and who knows what those hundred people are saying. Well, I'd say it's kind of unreliable, but you know what is reliable? Audible, baby. <laughs> oh, that's right, Audible. You get Audible, I get a free audiobook for your two-week trial. AudibleTrial.com slash huge quickly. You know, why not? Treat yourself. Uh, I want to thank you so much, Sherman, for coming on, man. It's oh, so man, awesome, it's been awesome. Here here that you'd want to come. It's been a blast. Great. Um, you want to rep anything and plug anything? Uh, sure. Uh, I'll say, uh, Mission Improbable. Uh, we're on Twitter at MITorco. Um, Blackout, that's my, like, Chicago, uh, independent team. That's at Blackout Comedy. Uh, I have a, I'm on a Herald team at IO Chicago, if anyone cares about that, uh, at Meridian <laughs> Improv. And then I'm just at Sherman Edwards, and I do stand-up sometimes. Are you awesome. doing any stand-up while you're in town? No, not today. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause just, uh, my girlfriend's friends had a baby, so we're just kinda in town for that. Alright. Yeah, and I was just seeing what I could do while I was in town, yes. so I was glad you guys let me, uh, stop yeah. in and just shoot the shit for a little bit. And then, um, yeah, the, anything to plug this? If for whatever reason you do have some time, there is Portland's Funniest Person competition tonight. It's tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. The finals. Yeah. It starts in an hour. Oh, where's that at? Lineup. It's at Helium Comedy. Oh, Helium. Yeah. I know about Helium. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, uh, that's one of the ones I want to do when I'm back in town on like a weekend. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. They have a stacked, stacked lineup. I'm curious to hear who wins. I don't, I'm not planning on going, but. Yeah. Nice. It look like some good people. Yeah. Some people that have been on in this very room, man. Ooh. So, uh, yeah. In this very bad oh, nice. If any of them win, you should re air that podcast. Yeah. Like, why? Well, I'm, I'm part of your success. Yeah, tag right. on to their success. Mm-hmm. Need a dividend. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And thanks, Sherman. Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. And still miss you, Chris. Love you, man. Oh, I saw him this yeah. weekend. You missed it. I know. We can talk about it off offline. I'm sad. <laughs> You don't want to hear about his antics on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Would he appreciate it? Is it podcast worthy? Uh, podcast worthy, yes. I don't Ooh. think he would appreciate it. Oh. <laughs> Next episode? Yeah, we can do that. All right. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody.